Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. A Rich, Akeem Richens. This is the Built in Buffalo post game show. If you don't know us by now, please get to know us. And obviously, we are disappointed, right? The Buffalo Bills. <clears throat> the Buffalo Bills lose to the New England Patriots 14 to 10. And it, it, it it's utter disappointment to say the least, right? We're not even going to bullshit this show. It's utter disappointment to say the least. We talk about and and and, and fuck this, fuck this game for a minute. For, forget this game. We had our own opinions and own speculations on how the Buffalo Bills should have attacked the offseason. We had our own opinions and own and own thoughts in how the Buffalo Bills should should re-sign, sign certain players and how they should attack the draft. Everybody had opinions on signing John Feliciano. Everybody had opinions on uh, the way the Buffalo Bills went back-to-back defensive lines in the draft, right? We all felt that because of the success that the Buffalo Bills was having, we felt that there was no need to question the great Sean McDermott. There's no need to question the great Brandon Bean. They brought us to, they brought us out of the dumpster fire. They brought us out of being the laughing stocks of the league. So you know what? Trust the fucking process, right? Trust the fucking process is what we got to do. Why we got to trust that process? In 2000, 2017, the Buffalo Bills had no business making the playoffs, right? Buffalo Bills had no business making the damn playoffs in 2017. We had to hear this trust the process. And guess what? The Bills, they, they made the playoffs by accident. The Bills had some good luck and they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs because of Andy Dalton and Tyler Boyd, right? So us as Buffalo Bills fans, we, we rejoiced for the first time in 17 years. My son, my daughter wasn't born the last time the Buffalo Bills made the playoffs. It wasn't, it, it wasn't, it, it, was, it was something new, right? So the Buffalo Bills can't do no wrong. 2018, we get our guy, Josh Allen. 2019, what do we do? We make, we, we make history, team history, 13-3, and AFC East title, one game away from the Super Bowl. And what do the Buffalo Bills office do? They had a chance to go ahead and get the NFL by the juggler, in my opinion. And we, we stayed so we, we stayed with this conservative approach. John Feliciano, we all knew John Feliciano was not that guy. We all knew John Feliciano was not that guy. We all knew we had offensive line problems before this season started. We all knew we should have upgraded the offensive line before the season started. But you know what? <laughs> Trust the process. So let's ignore this shit. Let's ignore the offensive line struggles because we went 13-3 and three last year. We went 13 and three. So let's ignore the obvious struggles, the offensive line struggles, because this continuity shit is COVID. Uh, continuity matters. Chemistry matters. Trust the process, right? Brandon Bean could do no wrong. Yes, the fuck he can. We had trouble in the offensive line last year, and we've seen it all season long. We've seen it today. I know Josh Allen didn't have the greatest of games. I know Josh Allen didn't have the greatest of games, and we're going to get into him. But he was running for his life like in this game like he's been running for his life all season long. He hasn't had the protection 
these pressures, these sacks, what is going on? We cannot run the damn ball. We had the same struggles last year. We did nothing to improve it. And we have the same struggles again. And we all want to get mad. And we all want to blame the, the team. No, this is not the team. We've seen these struggles. We've seen it. But us as fans, you know, Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott can't do no wrong. You trust the process. And this offseason, I have Jet fans. I have Patriot fans that told me Brandon Bean took a conservative approach to this offseason. I'm glad he approached this way. Going back-to-back defensive lines. Gregory Rousseau, Carlos Boogie Basham, first and second round. They're not making a big enough impact. Let's call a spade a spade. Our first round and second round picks are not making big enough impacts. You've seen it today, 222 yards. 222 yards. Are we getting the same amount? Uh, are we getting sacks? I understand we have 30% pressures. Are we getting to are we getting those sacks? Are we a good run defense? Are we are we stout under uh, up the middle? We failed to land impact players this offseason. So as a fan base, we shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised at this damn result that we've seen as a fan base because this is the same Buffalo Bills team from last year. It's the same team. So the first thing I want to talk about is Brandon Bean and how and how this offseason, in my opinion, we have some good parts, but at the same time, Spencer Brown is not enough. The offensive line needed an upgrade. We tried with the defensive line. What did we go do? Gregory Russo is not ready. He's a, he's a stout player. He, I'm not going to say, let me, let me take that back. Let me say he's not ready. He's not impactful enough to make the big difference. We went the back-to-back defensive lines. We didn't attack the offseason by the juggler, in my opinion, and getting them upgrades and getting them impact players. I don't want to hear about salary caps. I don't want to hear about cap strap. The Kansas City Chiefs, they was cap strapped. They was in the minus, and they went ahead and paid for their offensive linemen. They went ahead and paid top, top dollar. They constructed their salary cap situation to the point where they said, you know what? I know we in cap hell, but Patrick Mahomes is our guy, and obviously we need upgrades. We're going to upgrade this position even though we in cap hell. So I don't even want to talk about the cap. I will not even accept. I can't even accept the cap as an excuse. I can't even accept the, I can't even accept the cap uh, as an excuse. Right? So I, I have to look at how the hell Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills attacked this offseason first. You was one game away from the Super Bowl. One game away. What the hell do you think the Rams would have did in that situation? What do you think the Rams front office would have did in, their, in the Buffalo Bills situation when you're one game away from the Super Bowl and that offseason? Th- what do you think Sean McVay would have did over there in, 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 in California and Los Angeles? They understood the magnitude. They know the window is now. They know the time is now. They know they are this close. It's time to get the necessary players to put us over the top. And what did the Buffalo Bills brass do? They elected to go conservative. Let's go the conservative route. <laughs> let's, let's take the conservative approach and build for the future. We want to be able to sustain success, Right? We want to be able to develop these guys. That's the conservative route we got. And guess what? Right now, because the Buffalo Bills took a lackluster approach, because the Buffalo Bills took a conservative route into upgrading the roster in the offseason, into 
into trying to take to the next level because the Buffalo Bills were so fixated in, in pass rush and seeing what they saw in the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They elected to go status quo, and that's biting us in the ass at the end of the day. Let me start from there before I even get into the game. Because we are going, we we are going, we are getting to the same damn problems we knew we had before this season started. These are the same damn problems from last year. We just ignored it because we had success. Luck was on our side. The football guys was on our side. We had a 13 and 3 record. We won the AFC East. So guess what? We're going to ignore the fuck-ups that we have. We're going to ignore what we struggle with because of those records. Right? Because of, because of the success we had. And that's what the hell happened with the Buffalo Bills. So I want to start there. I apologize. But I, I, I'm re- not, not that much. Because I mean everything I say right now. But I apologize if I'm a little amp. I know I'm probably yelling. You might want to cut uh, your volumes down on your phones or your laptops or wherever you're looking or listening, at me at, listening to me at. But I, I'm just disappointed. I'm just, I'm just disappointed at, 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 at how we attack the offseason. And this is what me personally, I was afraid of. This is what I was afraid of. And um, before, I, uh, before I even get into the game, let me get some thoughts. I know I ain't wasting no time. I'm going to go back up. Oh, the comments are flying. Oh, I, yeah, I'm sorry. You know how I get. Y'all know how I get. What's going on? Let's start it. Bobby, A. Rich, don't acknowledge me. Edmund sucks. We're going to get into all that shit. We're going to get into all that shit. What's going on? 34-year-old, wasting waste my life. What's going, what's going on, Cass? What's going on? Mark, what's going on? Dakota, what's going on? A. Rich, Akeem Richards, this is built in Buffalo. Uh, 58 people in here. Not bad for us on a, on, on, a, on a Tuesday morning. Not bad for us at all on a Tuesday morning. Um, what's, what's some thoughts? What are, you, what are, what are, what are some thoughts on, on what I said? Uh, I think we didn't we 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 didn't go for the juggler this offseason. We didn't go for the juggler, but let's move in. Let me transition into the game, right? Buffalo Bills lose New England Patriots 14 to 10. Let's talk about coaching. Right? Let's 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 get right into coaching. Again, Sean McDermott badly outcoached once again. I don't know what the hell is going on with Sean McDermott, with Coach Brian Dayball and that coaching staff. First of all, do you see the difference? Did we see the difference in run-play design between offensive coordinators? You, did you see the difference? Did you see the, the, the difference in talent between the two offensive coordinators? Uh, the Buffalo Bills spoke about in the end of the season press conference last season, Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, they sat up there and they spoke about wanting to upgrade the team, right? They spoke about upgrading the roster. They spoke about uh, other ways to, to, to uh, upgrade the team, whether they got to make schematic changes, personnel changes, whatever they had to do. They, they, they made us feel and believe that they can make some coaching adjustments as well as player adjustments to, to get us over the top. Right. But I don't see those adjustments. We have those same the same problems that we had last year are coming in to uh, a, a bigger height, a bigger, a bigger fold uh, this season. The comments are the comments are flying right now. The comments are flying right now. But the coaching, the coaching is just. Uh, 
I apologize. Utterly disappointment. 33-yard field goal. 33-yard field goal into the wind. Sean McDermott. Uh, very puzzling. Very puzzling on going for the field goal into the wind in that situation. Very puzzling how you use your timeouts, right? You're, you're, you're not going to get that challenge overturned. <laughs> you're not going to get that challenge overturned, Sean McDermott. Everybody knows that you're not going to get that challenge overturned. Why are you wasting timeouts? I don't understand what the thought process is behind the, 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 our head coach sometimes. I don't know what the thought process is. You see the New England Patriots, and I have to keep going back and forth between Sean McDermott and Coach Brian Dable because I'm 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 disappointed uh, in in both of them and in, in, in both guys. This is supposed to be a top flight coaching staff, and when we go up against other top flight coaching staffs, it's it's utter disappointment. Ah, uh, Josh McDaniels and the New England Patriots was running all kind of different plays, different run designs, different complex run designs and schemes that confused. Not only did the Buffalo Bills were challenged physically, they was challenged mentally because of the of the run designs from the New England Patriots, from their offensive coordinator. And that was a that was a big challenge for the Buffalo Bills defensive line, mentally and physically being able to stop the New England Patriots. They, they gave you counters. They gave you tosses. They gave you traps. They was pulling guards. They was doing a multitude of things that if you were sitting there as a Buffalo Bills fan, you are in awe. You are in awe with the run, the run designs that you are witnessing from the New England Patriots because when you do it on the flip side, we just saw the New England Patriots run design and run scheme fits. It looked like calculus. It looked like calculus, but they understood the formula perfectly, right? And when you looked at the Buffalo Bills run design, it looked like regular arithmetic. It looked like regular handoff, draw, this, the same type of draws, the same type of run plays from last year. There is no type of no scheme development. There's no type of schematic changes or schematic upgrades. The last time the Buffalo Bills played was Thanksgiving Day. And this is the game plan you come up with. This is the game plan you come up with. You didn't play in, 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 in 10 days, 11 days. And this is the game plan you draw up as an offense, as an offensive coordinator, as a head coach, as a coaching staff. It's, it's utter disappointment. And Sean McDermott, I'm, I'm, I'm really not, I'm really not sure. I'm not going to say, I know there's a lot of upset Bills fans that say Sean McDermott might want to be fired or he's, he's this or he's that. He's definitely, he's been disappointing this season when it comes against head-to-head uh, -head coaching. When it comes against uh, good teams, he's been, he's been a disappointment to say the least. And I hope, I, I hope Sean McDermott is, is not the Alex Smith of coaches, right? Let me go ahead and say that again. I hope Sean McDermott is not the Alex Smith of coaches. Alex Smith was uh, a, a good quarterback, uh, a quarterback manager, right? That in his prime, he didn't make too much mistakes. And if you had good pieces around you, you can win with Alex Smith. You could get to a certain place with Alex Smith, but for whatever reason, because he had those uh because he had those limitations he had he can only but go so, but so far alex smith 
could take you to a certain place, but he couldn't take you to the mountaintop, right? Alex Smith had his limitations once he got to a certain point. I hope Sean McDermott is not the Alex Smith of head coaches, where he can take us but so far, where he could take us and we have this success and we had the success and we are we are appreciative appreciative of the success because we're not used to it, but he can only take us but so far. Right? So I got Dan Kelly. Let me let me let me get Dan Kelly in here and let me get his thoughts. Oh my goodness, Rich. You, you just got to be kidding me. We we lost to a football team that had three attempted passes. Three. How how did this happen? Like one, one thing I want to get to is the the commentators of the game mentioned it, it it was the third quarter so this was long long after they ran 32 running plays in a row. Why weren't there more defensive linemen on the field for the Buffalo Bills? Why weren't there five guys out there? I I I just think the coaching staff is exposed along with the players. I don't think it's just the players. I, I don't I think it was the players at all, man. You you can't blame this loss on Josh Allen. It's not like it's not like he threw the game away. He didn't fumble the ball. He didn't he didn't throw any interceptions. Like I mean, he didn't throw. No, he it, the loss is not on Josh Allen, but Josh Allen. He, it was some place to be had. It was some place he probably could have. He probably wanted back. I seen Beasley. He made that choice to go the opposite way at the end of the game. Beasley was cutting across with the post. I don't know. That looked like Beasley. Beasley could have did some things if he got the ball on his way on his side. You know. Yeah. So I, you, you know you. You can, you can look at all these plays and think about what could have happened and what would have happened. And the fact is, and you mentioned it right before I jumped on, the Buffalo Bills got outcoached today. In every facet of the word, they got outcoached today. Because the commentators were, were announcing it all game. This is the fourth time that um, Nikhil Harry is lining up on that side of the field. And when he lines up over there, they never have him run a route. And it's always a running play, and it was always a running play, and we kept getting burned. And that's uh, that's coaching. That right, it there, is that, that, that right there is coaching. A it lot is. of people, a lot of people would say, "Hey, Matt Milano started making plays." It was too damn late, Matt Milano. Mm -hmm. It was those plays that you started shooting the gaps in at eight late in the game. It was too late. That was too late of an adjustment from Leslie Frazier and, and the coaching staff. It was too what late of an adjustment after after you after you get burnt on a sixty four yard toss for a touchdown. You're not supposed to get. Uh, a two-point conversion converted on you on the same exact play. The what same exact play, same exact side, same exact player. I'm disappointed. I'm sorry, AJ Epinesa. I'm utterly disappointed in AJ Epinesa's performance today. What do you think of Sean McDermott electing to go for the field goal down by four? Horrible. Horrible. The, not, I, not, I the one, not the one they made. The one they missed. <laughs> horrible it was a bad decision 33 yard field goal it was into the win they said before the game that Tyler Bass barely felt felt comfortable making extra points and that was around the extra point 33 yards around that's the that was around extra point yardage into the win so why are bad move it was bad move horrible why decision. why didn't Buffalo go for two when they scored that that would have changed things in this game because you wouldn't have been playing from behind the entire time. I, I see a comment over here from Bobby asking us to speak on Edmonds 
Um, I speak on it. You know, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't see anything good from him. I didn't no. see anything bad from him. I I know he's not the most physical. I said in the off season that I believe that Tremaine Edmonds plays like Jane. There's a lot of Tarzans. I think he plays like Jane at times, and that was partly because he was injured. He's been having a good year, but. I don't think there's anybody on this defense that you could point out that had a really good game today. I will say, obviously, the defensive backs did not have to do a, a lot of work in pass pass coverage, but Dane Jackson had had you know that one that one play where he stopped Jacoby Myers from catching it. Jermaine Edmonds played a bad game. In my opinion, Jermaine Edmonds played like shit. Yeah, and, and you can say that all, all the linebackers did. You mentioned yes, Milano. All, all, Milano wasn't. They were all getting blocked by a fullback, a wide receiver, or a tight end. But as my middle linebacker, as my middle linebacker, I'm going to talk about him a little bit more because six he has he should have had 18 tackles today. He should have been had 18 tackles, and this is the reason that the, this is the reason people are skeptical on Matt Milan, uh, on 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 Tremaine Edmonds. When Tremaine Edmonds can play free flowing football. He is a very good player. He is a very good linebacker. But when you're playing a complex scheme like New England Patriots, when they're running guys from left to right, and then they're running different traps, and they're pulling guards, and they're running counters, and they're running sweeps, now it's discipline. Now all of a sudden you're thinking. Now all of a sudden it's mental, and oh shit, they're a physical football team as well. So now they got Jermaine Edmonds on mental and physical, and, and that was it for Jermaine Edmonds. His IQ is not there yet against these complex schemes and, and offenses. And we saw the struggles today. In my opinion, he played like shit. He should have been shooting gaps, taking on those double teams and from the from the defensive tackles that Star Latoule was taking on, that, that uh, Harrison Phillips and Ed Oliver was taking on. He was supposed to be shooting gaps and taking advantage of those opportunities. He played soft today. Played like shit. So like, I, I got to call a spade a spade. The comments are, are disagreeing with us right now, and they're telling us that it's the offense's fault. Uh, guys, points were at a premium tonight, and I don't think there's much more from from the, from a team like the Buffalo Bills who cannot run the football successfully to save their lives. They cannot run the football successfully. They did not have a bad offensive game plan. I think Diggs went for too many deep routes. I think there was a lot of receivers sent on routes that weren't necessary at times, but I don't think you can blame this on the offense. I think this this is on the defense for losing this game. It's on both. In my opinion, is it's on both. You in the red zone. You in the red zone. You in the red zone multiple times. You you just in the red zone multiple times. You had the ball first and goal at the at the at the what nine eight yard line and you couldn't score. You came back into the red zone again to end the game and you couldn't score. You couldn't run the ball. You couldn't help out Josh Allen and give him some type of protection so he could see Stephon Diggs open over the middle. And with running the ball tonight, Rich, there there wasn't a hot hand, man. There was never somebody that I was like, "Hey, go to him again." Singletary had had one or two. Moss had a good catch. Like there was nothing. Gabe Davis was playing well in the first half, and then he disappeared. It's there's no man. I have no words. I really don't know what the hell happened tonight. Three attempted passes, and you lost. Th this this game is proof that you don't have to have the best quarterback in the NFL to win football games. People who say it's always on the quarterback, that's what this game proves, that it's not. It's not. Sometimes having the better coach is going to help you. And sadly, we got out coached today. And I I don't know if the Buffalo Bills can come back after this. I, I don't know what, what there is to come back from. They sit in seventh place now in the AFC. 
they have to play Tom Brady next week, who, by the way, the Bucs aren't having the best season. They, they've lost some questionable games. But if we play like this ever again for the rest of the year, our postseason hopes are over. It's just it's just a sad on our home field again. On national TV. On national two, TV. 222 rushing yards given up. And, and and we know the New England Patriots are running the ball. Leslie Frazier. Not a lot of people talking about him. Leslie Frazier, he, he, he gotta he gets some he gotta get blamed with this. Leslie, what's what's going on in your scheme? What's going on in your defense where these guys, these the opposing offenses could take advantage of the run game and, and, and the magnitude they take advantage of it consistently? How could they consistently run the ball 32 times and be successful? You're, they're being successful running the ball and you know they're running the ball and you can't adjust you're not smart enough to make any type of defensive adjustments. And when you finally made defensive adjustments, it was in the fourth quarter. This is puzzling to me. It's puzzling to me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm highly disappointed. Star Latule, where was he at? Well, didn't he play? Didn't everybody talk about uh, Star not being there? Star's going to get in there. He's going to make an impact. Where was the fucking impact from Star Latule today? I apologize for cursing. I didn't see any, man. I didn't see I didn't see anything from the defensive line. I saw them getting their asses handed to them in, in the way that, that Rich wants to talk. You know, we're, we're passionate guys. This is how it goes sometimes. The Buffalo Bills got handled today. And it's sad because it's not what we expected. It's not what we thought was going to happen. It's not what we predicted to happen. But But this is what this team is, man. This is a team that is susceptible to teams who run the football. And Bill Belichick came in knowing that the Buffalo Bills struggled to do that. And why Why Mac Jones only threw three passes, I'll never know. Is it really just because of the elements? Was he dealing with an injury? Is there something going on that we don't know about with Mac Jones? Because that's really weird to throw three passes in an entire football game. I know the weather was bad, but it wasn't as bad as to throw three football passes, I don't think. But I don't know, man. We... We lost, and I want to talk to you about Adrian Phillips going down after after that play where Dawson Knox should have caught the touchdown, and it was a drop. Good defense. <sighs> Apparently, he celebrates, and then all of a sudden, he's down and injured. What What do you think of that? Is that is that a feigned injury? Is that something we can speculate on? I don't. I I honestly, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It definitely took the rhythm, some rhythm out the ball game. Um, I, I I don't know if I could if I could pinpoint that as being uh, any any difference maker. No, and and I'm not sure it is, but I, I I saw somebody tweet about it say that like booing an injury is terrible, and I completely agree. But mm. he was fine. He celebrated, and mm. then he was. It's very it's very questionable. Yeah, it was to it me. was it was definitely odd. It was definitely odd. But in and terms of go ahead, the the Buffalo Bills just. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they had a plan and they burned it or what what the plan was. Like, Allen was running well. Why wasn't he running more? Why the, – the commentators kept saying things that the Buffalo Bills should be doing, and they didn't – they just didn't do it. Like, it was, it's puzzling to take your words. It was it, – I just – when watching the game, I just – I. I couldn't identify what the game plan was. 
I just, I couldn't, I, I couldn't under, I didn't understand. Like you knew looking at the New England Patriots. Okay. I see exactly what they want to do. I see exactly what their game plan is. Well, for the Buffalo Bills, it was like, I, I'm not sure what this game plan, you knew we all was talking about the, the weather elements a week in advance. <laughs> so we all had an idea of, of, of how things would be. And I just didn't see any preparation. I, di I didn't see it. I didn't see it. And, and when, when looking on the other side from the New England Patriots, they're just running like this fine tuned, well-oiled machine. And I was jealous as I was watching the game. And, and you and I both, both talked about it in the pregame show. Uh, this was not going to be a game where, where kicking was going to play, play well for either team. You had Tyler Bass miss, and you can't blame Tyler Bass for missing that 33-yard field goal into the wind. That, that should have ne never happened. My cousin came home from the game, goes, man, we're playing Dick Jerron-style football, Chan Gailey-style football, where we're not being aggressive. Th this was a game where we're playing an 8-4 and four team. We're seven and four going into it. Why? Why didn't it really just didn't seem like Buffalo wanted to win? Honestly, like were, were their hopes dwindled that early? Like they ran the football 32 times in a row, 32 times in a row. If if somebody gets fired, I really don't think I'd be mad. I, I really don't think I would be because what, what else can you do? You saw Sean McDermott on the sidelines getting heated all freaking game and good. Good for him. But something needs to be done. It's not like you can trade for a linebacker. You can't trade for a defensive lineman. You can't do anything. The team is what it is right now, and we have no time left to fix whatever the issues are. And who gives a damn how much times Matt Jones threw the ball? They won the game. They 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 but, they, but, they, but they rich, probably rich. That's the stat. That's the stat that's going to be said over and over again. It hasn't happened since like the '80s or something like that, where there were five passes or less thrown, and the team won the game. Yeah, because we couldn't stop the run. <laughs> that's why. That, that that's why we couldn't stop the my, run. My question is though, that there are teams in the NFL who have bad run defense, and mm -hmm. the Bills are not on the bottom of that list. They're actually mm -hmm. towards the top of the list. I believe they're in the top ten at defending the run. This was the most, obviously, um, except for the Colts game, Jonathan Taylor destroying the Buffalo Bills defense. But this was the most rushing yards the Bills have allowed all year. Does any other team allow 32 running plays in a row to be successful the way that the Buffalo Bills allowed it today? I, I don't think. I don't think that happens. I don't think that happens to the New York Jets. I don't think that happens to the Houston Texans who put up zero points. I don't think that happens to a peewee football team. Like, man, I just, I just want to cry. And, and who knows? And who knows? Against those teams, who knows what the game plan would have been? That's That's the greatness and the genius of Bill Belichick. You know, he 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 schemed and designed, and him and Josh McDaniels, they came up with a game plan uh, all week, and 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 they stuck to it. This is the New England Patriots. They're not gonna do. They're they're not gonna do uh, what the rest of the NFL do. They're gonna they're they're kind of different from the norm. You know, so I'm not surprised at all that Mac Jones didn't pass as much as he did because this is the New England Patriots. We're talking about a team that wants to protect their quarterback wait no. wait a second wait a second shoot, shoot. you you can't tell me you're not surprised to no. see three nfl football passes thrown no. in a game you can't you you can't you can't i mean no I, I mean yes I, I, no, if you want to if you want to think okay are you surprised that a team threw three nfl passes yes 
generally, yes, you're surprised. But me, as I'm watching the game, right, and if we're thinking about everything every everybody says about Mac Jones, Mac Jones, he's not that athletic. He's not that fast. He doesn't have the arm. He doesn't have all these things, right? You have those things going against you. Plus, the, plus you have the winds going against you and the weather conditions. So you're combining the winds and you're combining the weather conditions, uh, to, to to this specific game and now let's combine how the new england patriots is it's is offensively constructed they're naturally one of the better running teams in the nfl this is what they do so they're going to do what they have to do to to max mass their the, their weaknesses so they probably it's possible that they had a down and distance game plan it's possible that they said you know what if we have this down and distance, if we convert these down and distances, we're going to continue to run the ball and we're not going to waver off that. If the Buffalo Bills can stop us from getting to these down and distances, then we could we, then we could throw the ball. But there was in favorable matchups, favorable down and distances all game long. Second and six, third and four, third and two, second and four. So they was like, you know what? We're going to go, go with our game plan. I, this is how I picture the New England Patriots, a well-oiled machine. They're not going to variate from their game plan. They're not going to be like, you know what? Let's throw the ball 10 times. You know how some coaches throw the ball 10 times? They have a success and they're like, you know what? Let's throw, let's start run, let's start running the ball. Let's start doing something opposite, even though we're having success doing one thing. The, pa the Patriots is not about that. So they had a game plan, they stuck to it. And shit, if we had a better, if we was able to stop them and put them behind the sticks, then I'm pretty sure they would have threw the ball. But we couldn't stop them behind the sticks. And that's and 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 that's what happened. And and that and that's another thing. You mentioned where was Lotulu late? Where was Ed Oliver today? Ed Oliver's been the guy we've been praising all year. Where's Rousseau? Where's Epineza? Where are all these guys? The only thing I heard from Epineza all night was that people kept kept getting disappointed that he wasn't making a play. And for just reason, for just cause. There was the only person that you can argue to me had a good game on the defensive side of the ball would be the safeties because they didn't have a chance. They didn't get burned. They didn't do anything. Like, I didn't see Micah do anything wrong. I didn't see Porter do anything wrong. There, there's no positives to take from this game, Rich. There's really not that they didn't run the ball well. They didn't pass the ball well. There was no – you mentioned there was no game plan. What what was it? Hey, uh, we're going to run with Singletary on this drive and see if he gets hot. And then the next drive, uh, let's put in uh, Zach Moss. He can get a yard per carry. Didn't see much of Brita. Didn't see Dawson Knox had had costly drops, and I understand costly. those were great. Those were costly. great defensive costly. plays. Nah, he had costly drops, man. But he had costly drops for for the guy that he is this year. Those were Dawson Knox plays from last year. That can't happen. You need you need to catch those those balls. It really just needs to happen. So, questions, comments, questions, comments. I know it's it's where, it's... where do they go, man? I really. How, did, all right, did you lose faith in the Bills? How much do, do you do you believe? Is this a Super Bowl team? No. 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 And and me and you just spoke about this last week. We we were still we were still high on the Bills train, but the way they performed tonight tells me they, they might sneak into the playoffs as the eighth, seventh, or, or sixth wild card team. But I I don't think that this is the year anymore. Uh, losing Tre'Davious White. Obviously, I don't think Stravis White would have played a factor if this is how this game went and he played today. Uh, I don't think that would have changed anything. So, I mean, nope. There, there's nothing. There's nothing you can blame it on other than the game plan and the way the players played. 
it's really it's really it. The, the defense. I I want to see, and, I, and I'm not sure that the time of possession for the Patriots in that third quarter, after after the Bills had the first drive, the Patriots had it for almost the entire rest of the quarter because of running the football so much. That's what happens. That's what Bill Belichick's game plan was in 1990-1990 when the Bills and Giants were in the damn Super Bowl, and he decided to run the football and keep the Bills' offense off the field. That that's what he did. That's what he did today. <clears throat> Every everyone talks about playing in the elements. Everyone talks about Josh Allen being this big, strong quarterback that's built for the elements. And this is why he's with the Buffalo Bills. He is the franchise quarterback for the Bills right now. And even though I like it, and even though I agree uh, that he is built for the elements, the Buffalo Bills, in my opinion, forgot about the rest of the team. You're, you're, you're playing, if you're talking about building and being built for the elements, especially in a game like today, especially in a city like Buffalo, you think you will want to be more physical in the trenches. You would think you would have, have, have a more physical brand, a more physical style game. You think you would have the offensive line that could be able to push defenders back in, in December and in January in these cold weather games. You think you would want to have running backs that's capable of getting these extra yards even if the hole is not there because you want to be built for the elements. And I just think that the Buffalo Bills, they got a quarterback and they were so focused on getting a quarterback that's building through the built for the elements and they forgot about the rest of the team. And what I noticed on those two drives that you mentioned where the Bills went down the field couldn't get into the end zone, the offensive line was playing okay up until the Bills got into the red zone, and that's when they struggled. They they couldn't keep Josh off the ground. How do you how do you go from second and goal from the three or five to getting sacked all the way back? Like, and and Josh got up, you know, and he ran the wrong way. There was daylight the opposite way. I'm not sure if there was another defender, but he definitely could have ran and tried to throw it away. Tr- tried to do something like that. That play. Definitely had a huge effect. It made it fourth and fourteen. I it's issues. It's just it's just red zone issues, and that's on Josh Allen. Josh Allen, in my opinion, is not on him, but he didn't play a great game. He didn't play a great game either, man. That right there. I, I, I don't know if uh, I can say it's on him though. I no, nah, it's not. I no, nah, it's can't. I don't, I don't think it's on. It's, we can't say it's on Josh Allen. It's Josh Allen's fault. No, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. Yeah, I wanna I wanna ask you. I wanna ask something because this is how I'm starting to feel. Um, if Coach Brian Dable is going to be is going to continue to be the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, I'm starting to think that the the Bills coaching staff, brass, and organization needs to start to consider uh, getting a run a run game coordinator in here. We we, uh, we a run game we have no clue. We have no clue. We have no identity. What? What what are, what are we doing here in, in terms of the run game? What do we hope to accomplish? What do we hope to accomplish? We hope to get better offensive linemen and, and upgrade the running and running backs and still come out with the same predictable run run um run design and run and run plan. Is that is that the thought here? One I don't second. see one I second. don't see it. One second, I Rich. Go I got a comment here from Kenny uh saying Morrison Feliciano gone to Morse uh, played and he got his ass handed to him by Devon Godshaw, the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um Feliciano's still out. I just, I just saw that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good point, man. Um, I think Dable does not want to run the football. I think if it was up to him that we would throw the football 75 times in one game and maybe Josh would would take off for two scrambles. And 
I, I don't know if they have somebody in the house that is able to do that. Hey, you know what? Call up Fred Jackson. Call up Marshawn Lynch. They they were just here. Call them both. Be like, hey, we need some help. He just, Please. I just, I just don't think he knows. He understands how to design run run plays. I just don't. I just think he his run plays. You just, I just saw the difference. You just saw the difference when the Buffalo Bills was running the ball and when the New England Patriots was running the ball. It was just like, okay, Josh Allen, uh, in shotgun, hike, handoff to the Devin Singletary. Okay, Josh Allen and shotgun, you do one of them delayed handoffs that they do. That's just 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 the predictable vanilla offensive run plan. And then when you see the New England Patriots, uh, the Buffalo Bills defenders, they don't know what the hell is coming. They don't know if it's a sweep. They don't know if it's a counter. They don't know if it's a trap. They don't know if the, the defensive end doesn't know if they're going to be letting letting me in and um, inviting me in. They don't know if they're going to get cut block from the receiver. They don't know what the hell going on. And that's because of the excellent complex design that that John uh, Josh McDaniels constructed for their run fits. And that, that's a ma- that was a major difference in the ballgame today. Another comment here. Um, we don't have the running backs that are worth – uh, why run with this trash backfield? You have to run. You don't have to run often, but you have to be able to be semi-successful at it. I don't think you need the number one running back in the league because obviously look at what that's done for Tennessee. He got hurt and whatever, but when he's healthy, they, they've never reached the Super Bowl. They've never reached those heights. You have to run the football. It doesn't matter who you have back there. You you just have to, especially in these elements. That that's what this game was about. Why do you think the Patriots ran 32 consecutive plays in a row? That's what you had to do. He's, he also says we don't throw screens ever. We do. We don't have an offensive line to block. If you throw a screen pass and you're the Buffalo Bills right now, you're probably getting tackled for a loss of three, a loss of five, a loss of seven. Why was McKenzie inactive today? Bad why, coaching decisions. Why, Bad coaching decisions. That's why. Why are all these things happening at the same time to make us question things? We're we're supposed to be one of the better teams in the AFC and, and we're not. They're treating they're they're giving Isaiah McKenzie the Quentin Span treatment. And I don't know why. I don't know what the hell was going on with Quentin Span at his time here. I know he had his struggles. I know he had some struggles, but he looks pretty damn good with the Cincinnati Bengals right now. And I I, I I'm just thinking like, okay, Isaiah McKenzie, he fumbled, but damn. Are you 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 really you really what did, did you, Isaiah McKenzie do? Who did he have sex with? That's what I'm starting <laughs> to think. With did Isaiah have some have sex with somebody within this organization? Because I think oh, man. man, it's 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 I don't be overthinking it, man. Did, did you it. did you hear um, what the broadcasters were saying about Ramondre Stevenson? No, the, Patri- the Patriots running back. So in in the first week of the season, he fumbled. Mm-hmm. And Bill Belichick sat him on the bench for three straight weeks. Mm-hmm. He came back and he missed a block on a on a passing play, and they sat him on the bench for another three weeks. Mm-hmm. So McKenzie fumbled. Maybe we're not going to see him for a few weeks. I mean, I think they need him. I think he's speed. Uh, Brita didn't work out today in in any in any. You Did know, we try? I mean, he fumbled. once he fumbled, it was it was. I guess once he fumbled, I don't know. I, I don't know what but, happened. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't do much up until that point, and that right. that could be on coaching as well. Um, yeah, I, just... I I don't know. I don't know why Josh threw into the wrong side of the wind on that last fourth fourth down play. They were saying that he should have been thrown to the opposite side. Um, that there are so many questionable decisions that 
we can't blame one individual. We can't blame the offense. We can't blame the defense. This loss is on everybody. Every single person that was on the field today for the Buffalo Bills, it's on everybody, all the coaches, all the yes. players. And, staff. and it hurts. What What do you think about this? Mm. Dable's been up high in the booth for a long time. Not every offensive coordinator stays in the booth. He started on the sidelines of Buffalo before he decided to move to the booth. Do you think a move to the sideline might uh, help some things, or do you think that would just be worse? I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters either, to be honest. I just wanted to yeah, – man, I, I, it's, I it's hard it coming up with things to talk about when you lose like this. And, yeah. and there's it's, – It's rough. It's rough, man. It's rough. Uh, Tampa, Tampa coming up this week. Short turnaround Sunday. The Buffalo Bills, if they don't turn around, it then turn around quickly. You talk about seven and six, and then we're talking about if the Buffalo Bills is going to make the playoffs. You know, we was we had I mean, our... we we got to be honest with ourselves. If the Buffalo Bills show up the way they did today against Tampa Bay, they're going to lose again. So, not only that, what do we? Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the best run defense in the NFL. So, you know, you know, it's going to be great weather, but, so, but you know that you may not get much. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do and what happens. You know, you know Sunday. what? I, I have, I have the solution. We're going to make all the running backs inactive next week. Just, just play, play two, play two tight ends at all times on the mm -hmm. offensive line to block and just go four wide and just throw it every single play. I will say this. That delay of game was the, the in the first half was the fastest delay of game call I've seen in NFL history. It had um, to be. I've seen on on the Bills in the first half uh, with uh, Josh Allen. He had a delay of game call. The, the uh, delay of game penalty. Uh, it was a really, really, really quick delay of game. It was like it was it it was really quick. It what was, about it the was, delay of game on the Patriots that wasn't called because apparently they got the timeout off? Did you, that's, did, that's, when they got I, the timeout off and Sean McDermott was literally screaming at every referee in sight. Yeah, it's just it, it just things didn't go our way, man. Things didn't things didn't go our way, and we didn't. Aiden, I, I, Aiden, listen. They played bad. We have to talk about why they played bad. If yeah. they play good, we talk about the way they played good. Yeah. It it is it is not out of the realm of possibility that the Buffalo Bills missed the playoffs. So maybe. Maybe they are throwing in the towel. The way they played today makes me think that they're throwing in the towel. The way they played today tells me that they have no effort. They have no strength. They have no fucking motivation to play football. And, mm. and, and you know, it's not, it's not even, and I don't even think we said anything crazy uh, about the Buffalo Bills. I don't give up hope. But, you know, we're in week 13, week 14 of the season, you know, I, at, at, at some point, you are what you are, and you have to talk about it as such. If there's nothing positive to say, there's nothing positive to say. And that, that's, just, that's just what it is. The Buffalo Bills didn't play well today. The Buffalo Bills got out coached today. The Buffalo Bills looked soft in the trenches today. They lack physicality today. Brian Dable didn't look good today. Tremaine Edmonds, AJ Epinesa didn't look good today. Bill Belichick looked like a genius. Matt Jones threw three passes and won the game. Do you understand how disrespectful that is?
Do you understand? Yeah, How do that, you want that, us to talk? That makes How us... can you throw three passes? They took Army's playbook. Army, Navy. It, it felt like an Army, Navy game because Army, if you watch college football, they don't ever throw the football. Very seldom do they throw the football. And they was able to consistently run the ball and beat an NFL team at home with their quarterback throwing three passes. How the fuck do you want me to talk? <laughs> what, it, do you, what do you want me to say? It makes us look like they don't take us seriously. And it I makes you think. I, and it makes you think, what's going to happen when the game's in Foxborough? What, what's going to be the end result there? Are they going to run the ball 32 more times in a row? You hope it's good weather. You hope it's better weather and it's not the gusting winds because okay, the, the uh, weather- Bobby, Bobby's back. Bobby says that Edmonds is the worst linebacker in the league. And buddy, I, I gotta disagree. Uh, he had a really bad game today. Uh, worst linebacker in the league, definitely not. Um, just come on, Bobby. Come, we're, come we're on, not, Bobby. We're not trying now to that over- right there. Now, now, since this is like that, is like okay, you know, that that's well, now you okay. <laughs> we're not trying to overreact. We're just we're just giving you guys the scenarios that that what is going to happen if the Buffalo Bills continue to play the way they have today, this is the same team that showed up to Jacksonville. And I was hoping that team stayed in Jacksonville. This is the team that played the Indianapolis Colts. And like, I thought after that game, after they got bullied by the Colts, that that's when, that's when, you know, the second half stretch was going to happen and they were going to be, you know, roaring and let's go, you know, Bills mafia everywhere. And, it's just, it's not that. And now I, I have a, I, I'm, I have, I have a concern. I think I have, Leslie, I have a thousand concerns. But go I, on. I, I think Leslie Frazier is the problem with the run game. I think he's the issue. Wait, I, with the run game on with, the offense with the, or the, on, on the defense? Okay. In okay. terms of, in terms of stopping the run, I think Les, I think Leslie Frazier is the issue. Why? I, I just, I'm, I'm not. I just don't think he. I, I think he's been really successful with the Buffalo Bills. And I think because of that success that he's had, and I think because of the number one defense that the Buffalo Bills had, I don't think that he's being looked at as a guy that we should be blaming. But if we're going to look at Mac Jones, and the first thing we say about Mac Jones is why he's successful is because he short pass and attack. He doesn't throw the ball deep. They run the ball. We have all these excuses in terms of, of of why uh Matt Jones is is successful where I I completely lost my train of thought. What were you talking about right here? I'm sorry. The, the comments the comments was coming in. <laughs> you are talking about Leslie Frazier being to blame yes. for the run defense. Yes, Leslie Frazier to uh, blame for the run defense. I don't see anything different defensively that he's made that he's doing in terms of making adjustments. What adjustments are you making as the defensive coordinator? And I don't see any adjustments. You see the, the Kansas City Chiefs, they struggled in the beginning of the season. But now what, the, what we hear about the Kansas City Chiefs defense, they're right in the ship. They figured it out, right? How they figured yep. it out. They got the same damn players. How they figured it out? The, all, hey, the, hey, the Rich, defensive coordinators. Rich, it's, it's about the words that you always use. And it's about adjustments. Yes. The Bills do not make adjustments. They just, they, they want to they play with what made them successful in the past, not with what makes them successful now. And I have a comment here from Steve. I asked the same thing, buddy. Why not play a 5D lineman? I have no idea. Um, I wish I could talk to Leslie Frazier and ask him the same question. I'm sure, I'm sure 
if if there is a press conference, if there was one that happened, that that question would have been asked. Ray says they're going to lose to Tampa. Uh, I'm feeling the same way. But the Bills have two different teams. They have the team that showed up today, and they have the team that showed up to beat the Saints, to beat the Washington football team, to, to amass to the seven wins that they have. So are we going to see the Bills that are successful or the Bills that are not? That every time they've lost, they've won the next week. Have they not? Yes. So yes. I guess I guess we can look at that as a positive, but I I don't I'm not seeing a positive in, in any any way. I can't even I don't even want to think about Tampa right now. I don't want to even think about well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about it for Sunday's conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just rough, man. I don't. It, it, I, it sucks. It sucks because it's it's a Monday. It's now Tuesday, of course, one one o'clock in the morning. That this is our week now. Our week is: Are the Buffalo Bills uh, good? Are they for real? It, what's going on? That that's what this entire week is now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm 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 out of words. I'm out of words. I'm ready to get out of here. I don't know. You have anything? <laughs> I don't have anything else. I just uh, I hope something gets fixed. I hope I hope if there's if there's something that needs to be done with the coaches, I hope it's done. Do I think it's going to be done? No. And uh, we'll just you know it, it does. It, it hurt. hurts it all hurt. of us, um, guys. Be sure to stay up to date with all that's going on with Built in Buffalo. There's shows every day, so. Keep supporting us. We appreciate it. It's very hard to talk after a loss. Uh, we apologize if we're not bringing up more comments. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, don't be rude in the comments. I understand. Everybody's everybody's you know sad, upset. If you're rude and I see demands, we're not going to pull up your comments. Just letting you know. Um, Rich, yeah. your show. Give us a send off, buddy. Uh, I'm just disappointed, man. Um. You know, just coming on here, we it wasn't about no notes, or it wasn't about obviously having an actual show put together. It was more about the instant, instant reaction and getting getting our thoughts and getting. Yeah, that's why we have it. no banners and we, and we yeah, didn't prepare yeah. any anything yeah, crazy. It's, a, it's just about getting the getting the thoughts out, you know, getting the feelings out. We we should be here in losses just as we are in wins, right? So, um, a rich Akeem Richens, Dan Kelly, built in Buffalo post game show. Uh, I will be back probably tomorrow to discuss more things in depth. Uh, until next time.